I'm Jorge Salazar, reporting from the Texas Advanced Computing Center. Saving energy saves money. Scientists at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory in Tennessee are using supercomputers to do just that by making virtual versions of millions of buildings in the U.S. The Wrangler data-intensive supercomputer will work together with the Titan supercomputer of Oak Ridge in a project called AutoTune that trims the energy bills of buildings. Computer scientist Joshua New of the Oak Ridge National Laboratory Building Technology Research and Integration Center is the principal investigator of the AutoTune project. AutoTune takes a simple software model of a building's energy use and optimizes it to match reality. Dr. New spoke with me about AutoTune and Wrangler by phone in his office in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. So in the buildings area, it's a very applied domain for supercomputing research. And in energy-efficient buildings, we're trying to make the nation's building stock more energy-efficient. And that comes in many flavors. Most people are surprised to find out that uh, buildings consume more energy than anything else in our economy. 41% of primary energy, 72% of all electrical energy in the U.S. is consumed in buildings, about half of that from heating and cooling, and the rest from everything else, water heating, lighting, um, point uses, miscellaneous plug loads in our computers, and, and supercomputers for some buildings. Um, so I'm the PI for the AutoTune project, and in the AutoTune project, we're dealing with a fundamental problem that when you want to analyze a building, you can do great analysis if you had a software version of that building. We can tell you what the optimal retrofit is, what the optimal return on investment is, uh, what the best policies are, incentive structures are, but we require a good virtual model of a building. And the problem is it's just too costly today to create that model. So what we're trying to do is create a crude model from publicly available data, and then the AutoTune project takes utility bill data, whether it's monthly electrical utility bills or hourly bills from advanced metering infrastructure, and calibrates that software model to match measured data. Once that model matches sufficiently well, it can be used legally for multiple purposes, such as optimal retrofit packages. In order to do that, there's 3,000 knobs that you have to change as inputs in a building description. And you can turn 3,000 knobs lots of ways to match 12 data points of monthly utility bills. So the question is, how do you properly set those knobs? In order to do that, we need to know what the impact and sensitivity is for each of those knobs. And so that's what we're using supercomputers for, is we're sampling the parametric space of inputs to figure out quantitatively how sensitive certain knobs are for affecting energy consumption for electricity, for natural gas, and for any other sensor data that we could collect or report from the simulation engine, and then use that to inform the calibration process so that it can create a model that really matches the way the building looks in the real world. Could you give us some examples of some of these parameters? Like, what are you looking at? Sure. So the calibration that we're working on can calibrate any numerical input in the input file. And the input file accommodates pretty much anything you could imagine. First, one of the largest sources of variance is how humans behave in their buildings. You know, we eat food and we spew out heat and moisture. Uh, we all, you know, go to lunch and come home and turn the temperature HVAC thermostat set point at different settings. So capturing the variability of humans is a big parameter that you can change. Every piece of equipment, every occupancy schedule, all those are temporal-based inputs into the software system. 
Another one goes down to the material properties. So, you know, we have gypsum board and different layers of material in our walls and in our roofs. All those have thermal conductance and specific heats. And depending on the manufacturer and the time of year and the foundry it comes from, all of those have different variances that we take into account when we're doing calibration. So it goes from behavior occupancy to construction properties to infiltration rates. You know, how often do people leave their windows and doors open and condition this air? And then it goes outside to condition the outside rather than the inside, as well as material properties. Maybe you could talk about some of the goals. Who are the users of this model and how are they going to be using it? Sure. So the simulation engine itself is uh, called Energy Plus that we use primarily. And uh, while AutoTune can work on any software system as a multi-objective optimization algorithm, Energy Plus is the one that's of most interest to the Department of Energy, our primary sponsor. So the Department of Energy has invested $65 million since 1995 in the development of Energy Plus, and it can tell you practically anything you want to know about a building as long as you have a software description of that building in the first place for Energy Plus to run on. And so the people that are most interested in using Energy Plus and other simulation engines of, the, of that ilk are large companies that uh, usually fall under energy service companies, ESCOs. So they have a business model where if you as Joe, the homeowner, had $10,000 to put toward making your building more energy efficient, the question is, where should you put your money, right? If you had a software description of a building, it would be a very quick analysis to figure out of the 3,000 plus things that you could do to your building, which would make it the most energy efficient, save you the most money, give you the most bang for the buck. So ESCOs are very interested in being able to quickly create software descriptions of buildings because if they can accurately calibrate a software model to match measure data, then they can tell you, okay, if you give us $3,000, we'll save you $10,000 over the next 10 years, and you just pay us some fraction of the energy savings that we're giving you. And it's a win-win, right? You don't have to have any money up front. They make money in the back end, and you pay less for your total energy bill than you normally would have. Yeah, that sounds amazing, being able to use this information in such a practical way. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that this is um, these models are very complicated, and the data that you're dealing with is complicated as well. I was hoping that maybe you could speak a little bit to that. To what is this data like that you're hoping to use on Wrangler? Sure. So as I said before, there's about 3,000 parameters that can describe a building on average. And if it's a small building or a large building, that number may vary. But what we're doing is we're sampling the parametric space, which means we're taking a building description and we're turning different knobs, different inputs to different minimum and maximum settings and seeing what the response rate is so that we can predict uh, if we wanted to turn knobs to match measure data, how can we do that quickly and accurately? In order to do that, we've done large-scale parametric studies our best results have come from using Titan at Oak Ridge National Lab. It's the second fastest supercomputer in the world. And we now have the ability to run 500,000 simulations and write 45 terabytes of data to disk in 68 minutes. So that's fairly large data according to most people's standards, 45 terabytes an hour of data for you to analyze with machine learning algorithms and all kinds of statistical analysis. Given our current results, I think if we went from 15-minute output to monthly output from the simulations, then we would be able to run about a million simulations in 20 minutes, which means if we had 
Titans running full tilt for 24-7, we would be able to simulate all 125.1 million buildings in the U.S. in about two weeks. So right now we've run only 8 million simulations, and we have 270 terabytes of data that we're combing through. So I think that Wrangler fills a specific niche for us in that we're turning our analysis into an end-to-end workflow where we define what parameters we would vary. It creates the sampling matrix. It creates the input files. It does the computational challenging task of running all the simulations in parallel, creates the output, and then we run our artificial intelligence and statistic um, techniques to analyze that data on the back end. And doing that from beginning to end as a solid workflow on Wrangler is something that we're very excited about. Wrangler has enough horsepower that we can run some very large studies and uh, get meaningful results in a single run. What are some of the um, computational challenges that you've encountered in this project? We've run some sample scripts, but we haven't run full-scale Energy Plus yet. So we're still working on our workflow. We want to get that down and get that solid before we try to we start eating into our compute hours on Wrangler. The the challenge we have is really in the simulation engine itself. A lot of the um, design of experiments techniques that we've extended are relatively lightweight. A lot of the analysis of variance, least squares, measures, uh, artificial intelligence algorithms, most of those are not computationally intensive the way that we're using them. The main computational heft is in running the physics-based simulation engine Energy Plus. So Energy Plus was recently uh, cross translated from Fortran to C++. It's now at about 650,000 lines of code that does all the physics, simulates all the physics that you would see in a traditional building. And uh, it takes from two to 10 minutes to run an annual simulation for a single building. So if we're wanting to sample millions of buildings, that time adds up quickly in terms of core hours. Is there anything that I didn't ask you, Dr. New, that um, I should have asked you? Uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, you have to be careful on asking scientists if they want to keep talking. Uh, but I certainly enjoyed the interview. There's nothing that comes to mind that I could point out. But we're very excited to be helping industries make our country more energy efficient, increase our energy security, and have a better and brighter future through enabling core technologies like the Supercomputing Center here. You've been listening to Joshua New of the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. For the Texas Advanced Computing Center, I'm Jorge Salazar.